and we are live. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. This is Ugradowski of WeAreChange.org here in Paris, France, joined, of course, by Jason Burmis in New York. Today is December 9th, 2018, 7 p.m. Eastern in New York, 1 a.m., uh, whatever time it is here in Paris, France, which means I have to be a little bit quiet, but we're going to be here live for the next hour or two hours on Periscope, on Facebook. The podcast of this episode will be available on iTunes later, but mainly we're going to be talking to you guys on YouTube with, of course, mainly looking at your super chats since they are integral to our independent media operation. Again, not many people could buy us. A lot of people have tried to buy us. But Super Chats are extremely important because they not only allow us to work for you, but they compensate to how we get screwed over by Google, which, of course, we don't have the best relationship with ever since, uh, you know, we confronted uh, Eric Schmidt. And uh, our videos, especially all the videos we did about Paris, have been uh, demonetized right out the gate. Some of them have been put up for review. Some of them have been accepted, but they've been accepted ever since um, all the views are pretty much gone. So, again, uh, Super Chats will be a priority in this live show. We're also going to be taking phone calls. And, uh, wow, Jason, holy cow, it's been an intense, crazy week for me. I am exhausted. How are you, brother? I'm great, and... Uh... Before we really get started here, props to you, brother. Uh, balls of stone. One of the reasons that I or I'm just dumb. It's, it's I don't think I you're balls dumb. Or I'm just dumb. <laughs> no, I don't think you're dumb, man. Um, I remember we were uh, talking the day before you were there. Actually, throughout the week, you were kind of thinking that it wasn't going to happen earlier in the week, and I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of think it might. And then I sent you some stuff, and then you just made the crack decision. Yeah, it looks like this is going to be big. And you go down there, and I remember you're talking to me the day before. And you're like, "No, nah, you don't have to get up early." I'm like, "No, man, I think that like I should probably get up early for this one." And you're like, "No, nah, it's probably not gonna even pop off till like noon or blah blah blah." And I think you were out on the streets before 10 a.m. your time, and we were live probably in uh, France time before 11 a.m. And you did six plus hours over I think three streams. It's tough in there. I I literally watched flashbangers go off at your feet a couple more than once. Um, you were down there for anybody who hasn't seen this stuff. And by the way, thank you to all of our new subscribers, our new members. We're going to go over some of those new members today. Uh, this is the kind of thing we need. And, but what we really need is more journalists like yourself. Oh, hold on. We're going to take the calls in a minute. Right. I've got enough. We're going to take, we're going to take one phone call, uh, in the beginning and then take the rest of the phone calls after we go over all the news that happened Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, on this specific broadcast. So just stay tuned. Uh, Jason, continue what you were saying and then uh, let's take uh, a yeah, phone call. Absolutely. So you, like I said, you're down there. This is all going on. You're outside of the media office. Now, I don't know if you even realize this, Luke. But if you check your Twitter feed, and uh, we were retweeting that through We Are Change, posting over on the Facebook. A lot of the, the great news and reporting also goes over there, guys, so go check it out. Uh, but you actually were taking pictures of them boarding up that media building the, day, the night before. And it was just so ironic to me, because I didn't catch that till after the fact, that you were also there when they literally tore it down, lit the boards on fire tried to bring trees into the corner. It really looked like they were trying to burn the building down. And I tweeted that out as happened. And I remember you talking about it. Um, you know, I saw people in the chat room saying, hey, there's Luke on the uh, RT second feed. And that's another thing I'd like to, to point out, folks. 
You say what you want about the Ruskies and the evil Russians and whatever influence they have. At least they had the balls to have journalists and their news feeds feed this stuff live for as long as it happened. It's like yeah. RT and Luke Radowski did it, guys. <laughs> like, we are changes bringing you this stuff or the Russians. And well, the, well, the France France 24 was down there as well, uh, but there's a big difference between us and uh, Russia today. We definitely don't get uh, financed and paid by the Russian government. There's no poo-poo uh, which, dollars yeah. here. There's no rupees or rubles or whatever they're trading here. So, uh, you know, Even though I may look like Putin, I'm Polish. <laughs> uh, Polish and the Russians have a very turbulent relationship between each other, just so you guys know. Yeah, so you're down there, you're interviewing people live, and I mean, you're right in the mix, the fire, and I'll, and I'll say this about the police, as aggressive as they were towards the protesters, which again, you guys can check it out yourself, you're going to be going over that, um, when you went up to them in press, they let you out of the boundaries every single time without a problem, I didn't see any problems, but you, you, there may have been one or two, you let me know. Uh, there was a number of journalists shot with rubber bullets, there was a number of journalists uh, where just cops, for no reason, just walked up to them. Like, you could see them in the live stream and just started roughing them up, being like, yeah, you're too close, get out of my, you know, way. Uh, there's a number of times where, uh, you know, there's this huge flashbang. It's just journalists with a whole bunch of people saying press on their helmets. They're like, yeah, I'll just throw the flashbang right inside of them. Let's just, you know, keep shooting them with rubber bullets. I mean, these rubber bullets were serious. I mean, I remember I saw one guy with a huge mark and blood just going throughout his entire T-shirt because he got shot uh, with a rubber bullet uh, in the torso. Mm -hmm. uh, There's this other journalist uh, who was there, and, and we were always at the same spot. He was very good because he was always at the same exact spots where things were always breaking off. He knew where to be, and... Uh, he was just standing there with the press pool. You could actually see it in the video that I just released today. Um, there's a whole bunch of journalists, and there's one guy standing there, and he, like, shows his butt to the riot cops, and he's like, well, shoot me. Journalists are staying to the wall on one side. He's just in the middle right in front of these riot cops, and these riot cops are like, all right, fine. Shot him in the torso. He starts retreating. As he's retreating, they start shooting him in the leg. Then the journalists are, are, are recording it. They throw a flashbang at the journalist and then start shooting the journalist. That guy that was there, that, that was always next to the same spot that I was next to, he got shot directly in the knee, and his knee swelled up to twice the size that it was uh, originally. Uh, and the, the huge well and the blood and the suffering. I mean, the, the, the grotesque graphic stuff that I'm seeing and I, that I even saw. I saw so many people just straight up decked, like shot. Uh, I saw one guy shot in the head. Sadly, I don't have the video. The guy was to my left. I was filming this way. There was tear gas everywhere. There was so much tear gas, my goggles were not working. Uh, my gas mask was somehow, you know, somewhat working. You could st I could still feel it in my lungs. I could still feel it in my eyes with even the proper equipment. So you can only imagine what happened if you didn't have the proper equipment, which police were taking away and telling the yellow vest protesters not to bring because this won't happen this time. Uh, this is that the message that the police were giving them. Uh, so the, the relationship between the press and the French police definitely wasn't a good one. And it wasn't just the French police that were angry. It was the protesters who were extremely mad at the mainstream media, at any kind of journalist. Uh, I, you know, other people were, you know, flipped off who were journalists. Other people were pushed away. I had people try to say something to me, but I, I always, you know, uh, I, I've been dealing with these situations for a while, so I kind of, like, always, uh, like, talk loud or, like, I'm not afraid, make eye contact with them. Uh, and I'm like, uh, no, I hate the mainstream media. You may not know what I'm saying. 
but try to defuse the situation and get out of there. There was one guy who was reporting uh, with, with this like red micro, microphone flag. You can see it in the video that I just released. At the end of the video I just released today, just now, the latest one, uh, you see people just walk up to him and uh, start taking his microphone, start screaming in there, uh, F. Macron. Uh, Macron must resign. Get Macron out of here. And uh, the guy's like wondering what the hell's going on. And then they just start kicking him in the butt. Uh, uh, and the guy starts running for it. And uh, it, it's not an easy situation for journalists to cover because when they see journalists, they just see the enemy because of all the fake news that the mainstream media has been putting against them. The police officers, they don't care. They'll shoot you too, even though you are clearly press. Sure, they may let you leave sometimes to go cover a different angle. They Sometimes they let you stay behind them, uh, but obviously you're not a threat to them. But there's been a lot of instances where they were so impassioned, they were so angry, they were so just seeing red like a bull that they just saw a journalist, they just punched them and just moved on. Uh, and, and the cops weren't playing around yesterday. We're going to get into all this in just a little bit, but uh, Jason, let's take a phone call and uh, let's thank all the people who subscribed uh, and became members. Kim H, Royalty Alt 1975, Peter uh, Zenko, Richard uh, Coldman, thank you so much for becoming members on this YouTube channel. When you become a member, I make sure I provide special content for you. I'm releasing a lot of uh, important videos about expatting to Colombia, to Poland, to Mexico this week just for the members. I'm releasing videos with Josh Sigerson of Walled Alternative Media about cryptocurrencies and where you should uh, invest some of your money, proper investing techniques. Uh, and I'm also going over life hacking and tip advice, which also I'm going to be making videos next week just specifically for the sponsors uh, and the people who specifically sign up to our newsletters get some of that uh, moving away from this. Uh, so thank you so much, guys, for all the super chats. Again, guys, all the videos in France were demonetized right out of the gate. They got most of the views. They stopped getting the views. Oh, they were reviewed and they're fine. But again, you have to understand, when videos are demonetized on YouTube, they lose their reach. Uh, a huge, significant, more than 50% less people view your video when they're demonetized uh, than if they're monetized. That's because it's not in the search. It's not in the recommended. It's not in the liked. They don't show up uh, anywhere. So let's take this phone call, Jason, and uh, go on to the main story that we're going to be talking about soon. You are live with uh, Jason and Luke. What's your name? What would you like to talk about? Oh, hey, guys. Uh, actually, I uh, just wanted to bring up the fact that with the phone number I saw in there, um, the one that's here is uh, it's the Southern Terror in New York, isn't it? Which one's that? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a Google number. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. I'm an upstate New Yorker. Oh, uh, it's a Google. Awesome. So am I. So, you know, that's something we definitely have in common. Um, I just I see these. I've been watching the protests all weekend, and I got to say, it's going to be really hard to contain. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to be able to... I suppose grip what 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 this actually means. So like we're living in this right now. I mean, this is going to be talked about for thousands of years. I mean, people need to understand what is going on. Well, what I'd like to say is this: uh, forget about the Arab Spring, for instance. And uh, thank you for the call, my man. This could be first of all, the media is really downplaying it, Luke. Every for, we're we're going to get into that in a little bit. And I appreciate the call. Thousands of years. It really depends on where this goes. The media is trying not to talk about it at all, other than in a negative manner and in a marginalized manner. But that's not what's happening. These people are fed up. And if you watch our broadcast from last week, we told you how it originated and how it started 
with the gas tax and how the media was still trying to spin. It was all about the gas tax and how it was really about the oligarchy. And Luke, as you, and let's just go over it really quickly, as you interviewed people on the street, people said, no, man, this is about the ruling class screwing us over in every way, shape, and form. Why don't you talk about that? Oh, man, I'm going to get into this in the monologue, but before we get into the monologue, I'm going to get into that and a lot more. Let's go over some of these super chats, then I'll do the monologue, then we'll uh, go over the, all the stories that happened this week. Do you want to uh, address some of these, Jason? Yeah, right let me get down right here into the super chats, guys. And by the way, thank you so much for the super chats. It really does. You have no idea how it helps. Obviously, uh, things like this don't come that often, but when they do, we want to be there. And uh, it's only yeah. for you guys that we're able yeah, to Yeah, I mean, there's a, reason, yeah, there's a reason I was in Tijuana. Uh, last week there's a reason the week before that i was in poland uh again i travel hack uh so our expenses with traveling are very cheap like right now i'm staying in an airbnb uh that's one of the cheapest airbnbs in paris if you look around i'm staying in a crap hole guys <laughs> this is this is it this is just one room here that i'm staying in that's the bed right there uh six flights of stairs like literally after yesterday, because I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning live streaming and running around and getting tear gassed all day, I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm literally going to start camping out on the third floor. Six floors. We're not talking about uh, six American floors. We're talking about high ceiling European floors that I have to walk up. Uh, one room, one shower here, toilets in the damn staircase in the hallway uh, with a whole bunch of splintered wood that you have to walk through, and you sit down. Uh, on the on this icicle thing, <laughs> like sitting on a torn bush, and, but we are but I'm right in the middle. It's one of the cheapest Airbnbs I could get. Uh, this is this is what we do here. We do this for you, and you don't understand the, the economic struggles and finances that we were going through this year that almost put us out of business. A, a lot of our friends, a lot of people who do what we do, have been put out of business. Have been forced to stop their operations because of the censorship that's been happening by the big tech monopolies that of course we've been addressing very carefully so you guys I can't thank you enough for your support it means the world to us uh, sorry Jason I cut you off go ahead no no uh, let's get into these uh, Bill Steinbeck says can you get to the bottom of why are they are riot rioting what are they saying I just kind of went over that but Luke's really gonna go over that in just a minute uh, Argyle also a member he uh, just gave us a $10 super chat thank you so much brother uh, Avatas also a member another super chat I love the smell of tear gas in the morning I guess it's funny when you're not there and that's nice to talk about but I'm sure Luke uh, you didn't love the smell of this tear gas and I noticed that it was actually penetrating your gear, and you, you felt like this is some of the strongest tear gas you've ever you've ever witnessed. Yeah, I mean, this is not my first rodeo. I go to riots and civil disobedience and protest all over the world all the time, and this was the strongest tear gas that I have ever experienced myself. I've been in Paris a number of times when they were using tear gas. It wasn't as strong as it was this week, and it was just nonstop. Uh, it was just barrage and a barrage and a barrage and a barrage and I'm like okay I'm gonna walk away here I'm gonna try to sit down and take a break because this is too much the mask was just it was hard to breathe in that in that gas mask it was it was hard to see with the goggles and uh, with the helmet on uh, compressing your head and uh, I was like okay I need a break and every time I would just sit down and try to do an AMA and try to talk to you guys during the live stream again it would kick off and it kick off exactly where I was sitting there was nowhere you could go where you could just sit down and relax and get away from it because the police blocked everyone in, uh, and there was no escaping it. Uh, and uh, you, you just had to keep that mask on the whole time. 
Um, and it was it was utterly exhausting. I sounded like Kermit the Frog. I'm watching some of the old <laughs> the, the videos from the live stream, and I'm like, holy cow, that's an annoying voice, but that's the voice that, of course, came like this because of the gas mask. Um, and um, very happy I had it. The people who didn't suffered a lot more, and uh, it was it was overwhelming. Uh, it's not it's not something it's not something to um, uh, definitely love. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, love is tear gas in the morning, obviously. Uh, amazing work, and thank you for showing us the truth. Thank you, Denise Steele, uh, Midwest Living. Thank you for the $2, my friend. We do appreciate every little bit. Uh, Sean B., thank you for the super chat. What's going on in the pick? Uh, why are they in the that. water? We're going to get to up. that very yep. soon. Uh, LCBUK, I will take that pound. Thank you. We'd like to pound you. Uh, Michael Holiday, Orange Man, good. $5 super chat. Listen, Orange Man, Orange Man. N neither good nor bad all the time. Uh, adult decisions. That's all I'm saying. But thank you. Uh, Mr. Holiday, J A E U F M. Thank you, sir. Tiffany Keen, keep up the good work. Thank you, Jason Goodman. Uh, that crap is toxic. Yes, sir, it is. And Osama number five with a big super chat. Thank you so much. Love you guys from way back in the day when we hit New York City in 2006. Oh, those were the days. And Bilderberg Enchant Tilly. Really appreciate your unending work to uh, educate. Well, thank you for you know keeping up the battle and realizing uh, that the battle is far from won. It's an eternal one. And what we're seeing here, Luke, and I think that we're going to – just got a new me uh, member, by the way. Thank you, Rob Yemens. Uh, what we're seeing here, Luke, hopefully is just the beginning, my man. I really believe that it could be. So you're down there. You've seen it firsthand. Uh, tell us all about it, brother. I mean, once again, sincerely – Thank you, everyone, for the Super Chats, for joining me Sunday. I'm a lot safer when I have your back, your support, your eyes there on the ground. And it was a very dangerous situation, and it's a perplexing situation that is leading us to be demonetized. Every single video we released about Paris has been immediately demonetized. It's been put up for review. Some of them have been approved, but they've been approved after the viewership, and, and obviously... Uh, your support, your eyes, your sharing, your viewership means the world to us, especially when we take the high risks that we do. But the bigger story here that a lot of people need to understand is that this is major. This is moderates. This is the far left. This is the far right coming together and saying enough is enough of the corporatism, of the mainstream media, of neoliberalism, of Macron, of globalism. And this is legit. You know why this is legit, Jason? Because there's no major world leader or major media figure that has denounced the brutality that Macron and the police have brought on the French people yesterday. And it wasn't just bringing it in Paris, it's bringing it in France and other places in the world, which of course, Jason, you're going to be talking about in just a little bit. But you have to understand here, the police were out for blood. They showed no remorse what, uh, with their actions yesterday. Their orders and their plans were actually leaked the night before. And you could feel, you could sense a lot of fear within that police department, within the government official. My Airbnb that I just showed you, the wonderful little space on the sixth floor that I'm at is is a block away from uh, the interior uh, minister uh, and, and their offices here. And they have locked down this entire area for locks with the latest high-tech uh, surveillance 
uh, and defensive weaponry that they can. We walked outside, and as soon as we walked outside, we had riot cops come up to us right outside of our Airbnb, and they're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where are you going? Panicking, uh, and it was a ghost town uh, for a huge uh, circumference around it, and they are taking this very seriously because they know that there's a big possibility that the people could actually win here. Uh, there, there were major roadblocks all along uh, the access way to Paris. According to the Ministry of Interior, around 1,400 people were arrested yesterday. And it's good. It's, it's actually amazing. It's actually surprising that no one died. There's actually video footage of police officers telling people, if you want to stay alive, go back home. There's other and just incredible videos of pe pensioners being thrown to the ground. There's another video right now that's going viral all over France of a handicapped person in a wheelchair being thrown out of the wheelchair at one of these checkpoints where the police were checking people. And this video is outraging people all over Europe, specifically here in France. And what we saw yesterday was the protesters really being at their best, really not trying to cause violence because it was the police that antagonized, that started the violence, that spread the violence, that made the situation that much worse on the ground. And I could tell you, this is exactly what I saw. This is, again, my opinion. But yesterday was more of a symbolic action, a non-violent action that a lot of these people took because they know that they want to win the hearts and minds. This is why in the video that we just released before this live stream, uh, you see people saying, no, don't attack the police. Uh, no, like we're trying to win the police. Let's get the police on our side. Um, and, you know, some officers, very little of them, uh, showed very little restraint. Um, it was good when they did, but majority of them were very fierce in their attacks. And it was, it was, it was terrifying. There, you know, there's one police officer I saw running around with a hammer. Uh, they were also running around with blackjacks. Uh, those things easily break bones and, and the, the video footage, some of the brutality, I don't want to look at the brutality stuff. I saw some of it yesterday, but I, but I don't want to see it because it's going to prevent me from doing this job and I don't want to be prevented from doing this. But the, the main kind of uh, strategy that the yellow vests uh, did yesterday was trying to win the hearts and minds of the people and uh, right now we saw a very symbolic action today uh, this Sunday and we saw a bunch of people get on paddle boards with their yellow vest and they actually went down the river during the main street here in Paris tomorrow of course they are going to be doing more strikes and there's a truck driving union that's striking that was just joined by one of the biggest farming unions. So they are trying to win the hearts and minds, trying to get the majority of the people on their side and they have a big uphill battle because the mainstream media here has been lying about them. They've mainly been communicating on Facebook and we have seen the mainstream media, we have seen government officials say we have to look into how dangerous Facebook is because it's actually bringing people together about their grievances. And uh, a couple years ago, the mainstream media, when similar situations were unfolding in the Middle East, but special interests, especially American corporatist globalist interests, had uh, an invested interest in taking over a country, when there was protest because of Facebook there, they cheered those on. They applauded those. Now they're giving out warning signs that this is happening. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we had so many people arrested yesterday, and the propaganda that's out there is absolutely insane. We have Emmanuel Macron, the, the French president, 
what is he doing because of all of this? He's actually just meeting with some unions, trying to, of course, appease some people. Uh, he, of course, said that he would never respond to violence, even though just a few days ago he called off the tax hike because of uh, the huge situation that was caused here by these protests. And we have to understand here, he flatly said he will not back down and take away the tax cuts for the rich, which he gave people. He's talking about the police being uh, a force of order. The police weren't a force of order yesterday. They were a force of blood on the streets and disorder. He's talking about setting up an investigation to talk about possible Russian collusion in all of this. Like the French people don't have any legitimate grievances. And it is absolutely ridiculous to see this kind of propaganda not and, and, and again, I've been you know seeing this on 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 the on the front lines here. The energy, the anger, it's pal palpable. And uh, these people mean business. I mean, they tore torn down ninety five percent of the speed cameras uh, in their countries and districts. They have demands that are very vast. And of course, you could understand by just looking at some of these demands that they are trying to represent a big of a group as they can. And uh, some of the demands, we could actually go over them. They're talking about banning lobbies. They're talking about smaller banks. They're talking about banning GMO, not having any foreign interventionalism. Uh, they're talking about Frexit, leaving the European Union. They're talking about a default on the public debt, a new constitution, less immigration. Uh, they're talking about uh, tax cuts for the average person, better public services, better pensions, uh, wide, wide range of um, solutions they're calling to a bigger problem that was created by their government, that was created by austerity, that was created by neocons, uh, and it's, it's pretty much also demanding to leave NATO and to stop the foreign interventions that, of course, France has been involved in. And this is, this is major, this is significant, especially the calls for Frexit, especially with the crowd that they galvanized, and especially with how this is going to unfold, showing people that they want something different. But if, if, I, could, if I could character characterize this, this movement, it's mainly against Macron and the mainstream media, which um, I don't see sustaining uh, themselves and their current power structure for a long time. Now, sure, because it's going to get colder because of the holiday season, these protests may die down uh, in December. But they are going to come back, and they are becoming more and more significant. We saw what happened yesterday. We saw symbolic actions today. We're going to see a strike tomorrow. We're going to see another protest Saturday and expect things to get extremely interesting. Not only here in Paris, there's strikes all over France. And Jason, just like the moving truck uh, military uh, uh, tank vehicle that the French police had with the European Union flag on it, it's also moving around all of Europe. Right, Jason? Dude, it's it's not stopping. Let's be honest right now. Um, for instance, let's just get into it because the media wants to, again, marginalize this so badly. But like you said, this is an ending. So it gets to the streets of Brussels, okay? Uh, at first, they tried to say 70 people were arrested. Then it was hundreds. Now we've got a report of over 400 people, Luke, um, that have been arrested in Brussels. This, this is Reuters. This is Associated Press. They don't want you to know that 
again, this has gone way, way beyond what they thought. You know, they didn't think it was going to take off the way it did in Paris. They thought they were going to be able to squelch this thing. And, you know, I remember you, we were watching videos from earlier in the week, Luke, where they were trying to show that there was solidarity between the police and all the protesters. And that really seemed like a stage event. I'm not saying it couldn't have been a real one and it took place on a small level. But no, 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 but, but that event, you have to understand, that event was because police officers kettled in the protesters. Mm -hmm. The protesters were like, okay, we'll calm down if you calm down. If you let us walk away, uh, we won't start any more trouble. And it was a mutual truce between the protesters and the police. And they said, well, if you're not going to beat us, you're not going to cause more trouble, prove it first, police, by taking off your helmet and letting us walk by. And then the police were like, fine. They took off their helmets and let them walk by peacefully. It was a mutual truce. It was a mutual agreement. But there are other videos where police officers, especially outside of Paris, have been putting on those yellow vests. Those uh, do exist. Um, and, and those are obviously more likely situations since they are outside of Paris where the sentiment with this yellow vest is more strong. Sorry, go ahead, Jason. No, absolutely. And I want to say that because that's a big point that I always try to make here. Uh, now, we just dealt with uh, some issues of police brutality, which actually were out there, but not every... Listen, people are people, and I think that those protesters that are saying, hey, we need to bring the police in, we need to bring the firefighters in, they're 100% right. You know, th this is a movement of the people against the oligarchy, and nothing more was represented by that, by the live feed footage in Brussels, Belgium, of people trying to storm the EU. You talked about Frexit. First of all, Brexit was robbed, robbed from the British people. But now France is saying, you know what? They had the right idea. We want out of this European Union nightmare too. And let me ask you something. Did you see this on CNN? You know, CNN, the, the most trusted name in news, did they cover the fact that the European Union Parliament building was stormed by the people? What about Fox News? Didn't see it there either. That's weird. MSNBC, none of these places. So you can watch the videos yourself. This was going on probably mid-afternoon, Luke, while you were going there. And, I mean, that France was on fire and people had had enough. Now, yellow vests were spotted throughout Europe. We're talking now Sweden. We're talking the Netherlands, okay, and Germany on top of just Belgium. Okay, now Italy is another story. Italy just had one of their big national holidays. They're rather happy with their leader. You're not, you're not going to see this spread there. It doesn't look like it has any hopes of that. Uh, they actually like their leader. They, it's such a stark difference with which, what's going on in the rest of uh, Europe. And I came across this video, Luke, and I can't help but think it has something to, to do with the fact that now the Yellow Jackets are indeed spreading to Germany. Uh, you know a guy by the name R.A. the Rugged Man. Well, yep, R.A. Yep, yep. does a lot of international touring, and you got to see this video right here of just riot police on another level. I'm going to turn the audio off here so we might not get a copyright strike, but we're talking parading through the airport like he's never seen outside. It seems like Germany is preparing for an uprising like we've seen in France. I could be wrong, but I got to tell you, folks, this is really, it could, it could get to Spain. For instance, look what's happening in Germany right now. Uh, Gizmodo is reporting that people that are working for Amazon, our favorite company under Lord Bezos, the epitome of a Bond villain, are getting ready to, to uh, strike 
and protest Amazon right now in Spain and Germany. So again, this catches on in Germany. The German people that are working in Amazon factories would be very much behind this yellow vest movement. Uh, I could see this spreading like wildfire, my friend. And, uh, you know, that's my take on it, Luke. I really feel like this is just the beginning, and I wish that Americans were this awake. In fact, there was actually, a, you know, I might get into it next week. I didn't get to go over the whole thing. But in my media, in upstate New York, uh, they're saying upstate New York needs a yellow vest movement. So up here in the country, Luke, away from that Brooklyn spot you're in, uh, they're very much behind this thing. Listen, we have to understand here, people are more awake than we understand. Paris is a great example of that. People are feeling the pain and squeeze of these corporatist globalists who are taking so much for themselves, screwing everyone else over. It's becoming more plain in day and in sight by every single moment that we move on. And this is why... Uh, the bigger takeaway here is never trust the mainstream media and understand that the truth will not be in your newsfeed. Uh, there's invested special interests who, of course, are very powerful, who don't want you spreading these ideas, talking about these ideas and organizing. And we have to understand that there are lucky moments that some of these ideas get to go through. But this will be squashed on the Internet. And uh, I, I think the time has come. I think uh, right now, if you're a financial guy, I even tweeted this earlier. Uh, if you're going to invest in anything, invest in uh, goggles and uh, gas masks because it's going to be more civil unrest, especially for the spring of 2019. There's a lot of economic troubles coming uh, to the global economy that we've been covering it and talking about for a while. Uh, it's been on the upsurge for way too long. There hasn't been a correction. This correction is going to be big, but just be prepared, be aware, and stay informed. Uh, and that's why I appreciate you guys, your super chats, and your involvement means more to me. Uh, than anything else. Uh, and we're here for you guys. We're here to serve you. We're here to tell you what's happening on the ground. We're here to inform you and, and do our best for you. Um, and uh, we can only do that with your help, with your participation, uh, and uh, all the people that I've been talking to, all the people I've been meeting up with. I've been meeting up with fans in Tijuana and in, and in Paris. You guys have a huge amount of help. And uh, being there on the ground, talking to local people, talking, being you know as honest as I can, has been integral um, in uh, in our operation and, and, and in our belief of trying to make the world a better place. And it all starts with information. Knowledge is power, and it's time that we take back that power and use it wisely. All right, uh, Jason, do you want to go over some of the Super Chats? we got yeah. a whole bunch of them. Yeah, we sure do. So let's uh, – and, guys, thank you so much. I'm telling you, uh, we're going to cover this as closely as possible. Who knows how long this is going to go on, but these Super Chats, they I, – I mean, it's the holiday season – and uh, we got much love for you anyway, but thank you guys so much for what for what you're doing for us right now. Uh, man, there's so many, so many. I'm, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to get up, up to here them right now. Let's see, yep. we did the. Oh, here we go. We got Rob Yomanis. That was the new member. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. We got a ten dollars super chat from Kat. She says you are a fantastic reporter. Be careful out there. We love you. Yeah, definitely try to be careful. But I, I, honestly, I got very lucky. People next to me went down. Someone like right in front of me to the left of me got shot in the head uh, with what looked like a rubber bullet. I saw his head whip back and, and fall down. Just a couple centimeters. That could have been me. That could have been very easily me. Uh, people were becoming this disfigured. Like, it's horrible what's happening out there. Uh, really, really need more public scrutiny. There's the, the way that the media is not reporting on this and totally whitewashing this 
this just shows you everything you need to know. Uh, this is this is legit. This is important, uh, and there's a lot against it. Um, and when the media is against it, that shows that it's it has a lot of power. It has a lot of potential. Uh, okay, we got another super chat by Thomas F. Holland. He says, "Keep doing the excellent journalism you do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Uh, love my puppy." Another ten dollars super chat says, "Great reporting. Thanks. We do our best. Uh, we're not perfect. We also make mistakes, guys. You have to understand. Don't idolize anyone." Uh, we make mistakes through our reporting. Sometimes we don't get it correctly. We try to uh, always offer a correction, and uh, you guys are the ones holding us accountable. So I appreciate all the comments, uh, even when it's about my nose or my, or my looks. I don't care what it is. I appreciate all the feedback you guys give us, um, and uh, you guys are more important to this operation than you realize, not just with the financial support. NPC Mitch Rapp. Thank you so much for the 99 cent super chat. Christopher Petkoff, he became a new member. Really appreciate that. I'm going to be doing a lot of new content for new members. Uh, Jason, you want to go over these next ones? You got it, Strum Soldier. Thank you for the $2. We appreciate it, my friend. Entasar Body, thank you for the uh, CIS 10, whatever that is. Thank you for the excellent work. Tiffany Keen, thank you for becoming a member. Body became a member. Thank you so much. And like I said, you're getting more and more exclusive videos. We're going to try to do even more of that stuff for you. Al Thompson, uh, great job. Thank you so much. Uh, the Phoenix of Liberty, big super chat, $25. Are you hiring interns? Much love from the occupied communist state of Illinois. Uh, Luke said that he was going to go over, at least on our social media, how you can kind of apply to help us out. And uh, maybe get involved. Listen, with listen people work. need to understand we're not organized. It's just me and Jason. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're doing the best we can. Jason, we got to have a talk about this uh -huh. because um, I think it'll be great to utilize more of the audience uh, with our reporting. It's going to be difficult to do. I mean, the main reason me and Jason are working together is because we trust each other. We've been working together since 2006, 12 years now. Jason uh, was a big part of making Loose Change, one of the first internet blockbusters. I was a part of We Are Change. We worked together uh, doing a whole bunch of different stuff throughout the years. Uh, I trust Jason Burgess. Uh, we don't always work great together, but we, <laughs> I trust him, and he's an awesome human being. Uh, and, and it's hard to get a lot of good people in there because you don't know who to trust uh, this day and age. Uh, it's actually very difficult and, to find people who are doing this for the right reasons. And it's I know Jason is doing it for the right reasons because he's definitely not doing it for the, doing it for the money. Uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of money. Um, you mean I'm not and, blinging uh, out? <laughs> huh? I'm not blinging out? I just want yeah, to explain not, to you're people. You're not blinging out and you don't, care about, you don't care about the fame. You don't care about the money. You like telling the truth, and and uh, you you love you, you like doing this. You can see that you like doing this, and and your ego is not in this, and uh, that's why you know we're working together. Well, thank you. Um, so I appreciate you, Jason. Well, I Even love you, we man. Dis we disagree on a lot of different stuff. Yeah, we do. <laughs> of course, we do. But at the same time, yeah. let me just speak to that. And it's not that we don't think our audience is great, but you got to understand through the years on this, and uh, Luke probably speaks to this even better than myself. But you start working with somebody. And you may, you know, love one point of view, but then all of a sudden they become in this other person, this person that you, like he just said, whether it become ego or fame seeker, or perhaps they're there to just put some poison into it, or maybe they just get misled. It's very hard. You know, when me and Luke disagree, we can have a civil conversation about it. Uh, there's no, like, you can't talk about this. Luke's never like, you bastard, you better not bring that up the program or we, we burn up a couple moments <laughs> maybe think about it but i'm like no i can't I, I, morally i can't do that and, i can't do that and you know and the thing is that 
you want to have that, but you got to have some responsibility in what you say, too. You have to take responsibility for your words. I mean, let me give you an example of somebody who was taking responsibility for their words until they really started to hurt. Look at a guy like Cantwell. You know, Cantwell comes on the scene as this libertarian guy, mostly talking about finances, yada, yada, yada. He then moves into, like, this ultra-right-wing, ethno-based rhetoric hate. Thinks he's, you know, and I, I talked to him uh, in 2017. He was at Bilderberg 2017 when we hooked up. Remember that? And I have no problem. He was, he was, he was, uh, he was kind of off of his rocket for a while. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I'm just surprise saying. Surprise me. Well, let's just, let's just move on really quickly. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. I, and I'm just yeah. saying that that guy starts as a libertarian. Someone is talking about the truth, and the next thing you know, he's th throwing guns out on a vice program, talking about ethno-based stuff, and then crying after he does it because he doesn't want to take the responsibility for what he's done, and then he serves jail time. That's, I yeah. mean, that's just, wow. Wow. So, yeah, guys, yeah. we love you. We're going to try to find a way to get you more and more involved, but we have to be very careful at the same time. Sorry about that. A little rant. Well, you, we, you have to be careful in so many different ways, and uh, we've we got to talk about it because we like we should get more help. I mean, we uh, yeah, it's been in, we've been in a tough spot. I you know couldn't even afford a, a translator. Uh, now, with the Super Chats, I can finally afford a translator, so I uh, appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, we got another Super Chat by Johnny P, who says, F Google, F YouTube, F uh, mainstream media, keep up all the good work, Wukash. Uh, thank you so much, appreciate that. Uh, Strum Soldier says, uh, I have a story breaking out of Detroit. I tried to call, and I have all the links. This is Nick, I called last week. Uh, Nick... Uh, I have an email, Luke at wearechange.org. I'm going to try to take a look at it when I can. I've been bombarded on my email. It's hard for us to cover and talk about everything, but I'm going to definitely take a look at your story. Luke at wearechange.org is definitely the place to uh, email me. Uh, Jason, if anything, I'll forward it to you, and then uh, we'll go through it. But just uh, mark your uh, subject as urgent. Uh, LCB UK says uh, the crap. Pressure is rising in the UK big time. Yeah, I think the crap pressure is rising everywhere. Uh, if you look at the situation, you talk to your neighbors, you talk to your family, everyone's struggling. Everyone's struggling because of how unfair uh, the situations in our society, in our life are, that have been created to take advantage of us instead of help us. You look at any major industry, medical, schooling, uh, police, um, military, all of them serve the opposite purpose of, of what they were designed for. Um, another super chat by uh, Dormouse, thank you so much. Uh, Akarb112, thank you so much, $50 super chat, wow, it means the world to me. Shirley Lee, thank you. Uh, Sherry Sunrise, we don't consent. Hashtag stop government tyranny. I agree, I like those hashtags. Uh, Jason, you want to take it from here? You got it. Johnny Martinez, thank you so much, sir. Oh, wow, a lot just came up as I was getting to uh, Johnny Martinez. Damn, thank you guys so much. Uh, Blair Guberneth, uh, how do I uh, become a member? You can just uh, hit a little button underneath the videos. You basically just become a member. You get a little yeah. badge. Well, the best way is through the email. I'm going to send the email list sign up uh, to the chat room right now. That's the link. Oh, it says I can't even send it. Uh, oh, because well. you're not signed in, right? No, I'm signed in. It uh -huh. won't let me send it because I guess it's a link. If you go to wearechange.org on the right-hand top corner side, wearechange.org, sign up on our email list because YouTube censors us, Facebook censors us, Twitter censors, censors us. Uh, trust me, we've been on their uh, enemies list for a very long time. We've been screwed over by them so many times. Wearechange.org, 
sign up on the email list. That's the best way to, to get to us. Uh, let's get through this, and then let's go through the stories Monday it. through uh, Saturday. Patrick Carrier, human race dominated by super intelligent bacteria. Thank you, Patrick. LCB UK. UK will follow France soon. Talk of double C tax. Hey, the taxes are out of control globally, and now you're not getting the services anymore. And like like you saw, the French aren't going to have it anymore. It's beyond taxes. The people want a voice. They're sick of being ruled by oligarchs, and I hope this spreads to the states. Re uh, Rob Yemens, thank you so much, and thank you for becoming a member. I do remember you. Uh, the Yellow Vest movement has even come to Canada. Calgary and Edmonton, Alberta had protests yesterday as well. Thank you for that, my brother. After this, I'm going to be looking up the Canadian uh, Yellow Vest movement. I'm glad it's spreading there. Uh, Vienticus, so who's buying a vest in America? I think a lot of people are going to be buying a vest in America soon. No matter how much the mainstream media wants to shut this down, ain't getting shut get down, guys. Bass uh, Tigglevin, what a great name. <laughs> Tigglevin. <laughs> Bass Tigglevin. Who are the guys in black clothes, red ribbons around their arms? Those are undercover. They're not really that undercover, but those were supposed to be undercover police officers, well, right? Yeah, those were the most brutal undercover police officers. Those are the ones who were going after blood the most. Those are the ones who we saw with uh, one of them with the hammer. Those are the ones that uh, were very, very aggressive in their uh, policing, if you could even call it that, yesterday. Joe Homrich, thank you so much, Joe. I would be interested in interviews with females and their point of view. Great job. Uh, we talk to ladies. Uh, we're more than happy to talk to anybody. No sexism or racism here, guys. So, uh, you know, everybody. Uh, we love different viewpoints. Uh, Jack Bat Country, hopefully this comes to America. We can't agree more. Working to be sufficient. Thank you, like always, Luke. Thank you, my friend. Maddie Zebeck. Thank you for reporting from Paris. What do you guys do is so important for the people. Well, thank you. Without you guys, it doesn't get spread to the people. So please share the links, put it on social media, rip little smaller clips, make the beams, you know, get this information out. It's very important. Uh, yeah, we got another super chat by James P. He says, what about the new 9-11 grand jury? I haven't had time to actually look into that. Have you looked into that, Jason? It actually looks promising. I actually got like 10 minutes. I mean, obviously you were busy over the weekend, but I caught like 10 minutes of an interview, and it, this looks legit. It looks like finally the generations have passed. People realize we've been lied to about almost everything regarding 9-11. You can sit here and try to hero worship uh, dead Republicans and dead Democrats all you want, but they all colluded together to lie to you about that event. So, and what's this latest development regarding uh, grand juries? They're they're actually going to have a grand jury hearing where evidence can be presented by the likes of Barbara Oniger and others that have put together. Excuse me, guys put together this evidence, and it will finally be heard in a court of law on behalf of the people, as due to the statute of the law. It's it's. It's been on her. It's something we've wanted for almost 20 years. Yeah, I'm going to look into that uh, later on this week. We should do a story on that. Aaron Peters, $20 Super Chat. He says, if France defaults on their debt, the EU is done, finished, game over. That's what the TBTB fear the most right now. Uh, the debt and the artificial economic system that France is going under, that fr uh, the United States is going through, that China is going through, are huge, huge risk that have been artificially kept up. Again, guys, be weary. Uh, there is no truth in our financial system. It is not a financial system. It is a debt system. It is a system that is borrowing money that is not there, that is loaning out the, your future and your child's future for their personal enjoyment and benefit right now. Uh, and, else, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, go ahead. LC, LCB UK Islam. 
uh, has been used as a tool to increase uh, politically correct culture in the United Kingdom. I would agree with you there. Um, I, I'm i not one of those big anti-Islam. Like I, I don't want to take on an entire uh, religion. But Christopher Hitchens, who I don't agree with with everything, uh, you pointed to a clip earlier in the week in one of your videos where he warned people uh, um, probably almost two decades ago, at least a decade plus, probably closer to two decades ago, where Islamophobia and that term was going to be uh, used to usher in more and more PC culture in the United Kingdom. Uh, moving on, Robin Coolin is a new member. Thank you so much. Simon uh, Pullis, damn Paris protest messed up my bid on Kegal painting auction. Brr. So there must have been some imported uh, painting auction. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm ignorant. Uh, I appreciate the super chat, though. We appreciate that, Simon. All right, Luke, do you want to start getting into the stories for the week, my friend? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a super busy broadcast. It's already, what is it, uh, 1.47 a.m. here in Paris. I pr I'm probably going to have a flight suit uh, that I'm going to need to get to. So uh, let's definitely get to these stories. I uh, definitely appreciate all you guys and all your super chats. Again, it means the world to us. Uh, we're going to be taking phone calls later on. Uh, it would be great to talk to you guys. Uh, but, yeah, let's definitely go through the stories because it's been, it's been a pretty, pretty crazy week to say the least. I mean, I've been busy nonstop in front of my computer working harder than ever trying to process all this information and there's still so much more information coming to light. It's just daunting sometimes. Um, so yeah, let's just go over to the first story that we have that happened Monday. Well, yes, the world keeps turning and uh, this is a story um, that I saw start to get some national attention and it originated in Vegas. And here you have a perfectly healthy husband, uh, a father, a uh, man in his early, I believe early 30s, takes the flu shot and he's basically crippled. And there's a lot of pressure right now in November, December. Hey, you can even get a discount in January and February to get the flu shot. Well, I'm telling you right now, even if you think the flu shot works for you, you'd rather have the flu than end up like this. This man may never recover. And uh, a little known story, I didn't bring this up here, but check into a state senator who died, I believe, a week and a half, two weeks ago. He was perfectly okay. He took the flu shot. He immediately got sick, went into a hospital. He ended up dying of pneumonia days later. State senator out of New York. So to think that you would want to risk something like that to maybe not get sick, and a lot of people do report, including uh, friends of mine, that when they take the flu shot, the one time they took it, guess what? They got the flu because you are getting a lower version of that. So I'm just letting people know. Uh, there are dangers. This is a reality. And this man that you see with his wife hugging him may never be the same again, Luke. Yeah, this is an absolutely tragic story. The human body is so different and so biologically uh, composed differently than and so many different human beings. You never know what's going to happen, especially when you're you know, injecting uh, you know, these vaccines in there. Um, you have to be extremely, extremely careful. But to me, the bigger takeaway here is there's a reason why, you know, the medical industry and, and most doctors don't promote uh, eating right, working out, exercising, and mainly concentrate on just pills and shots that they all just always just want to give you. They don't focus on the natural stuff. So uh, be careful. Do your own research on a lot of this stuff. Uh, don't take anyone's word for it. Of course, we're not scientists. We're not going to tell you what to do. But uh, just, just try to stay informed. Try to stay um, open. You know, make your mind 
uh, like a parachute. It works best when it's a parachute. It works best when it's open to all these different ideas and possibilities, and it's really up to you to all do the research and find out what is right for you as an individual, especially when it comes to the medical industry and, and vaccine and all this other stuff. Uh, yeah, crazy story, very sad. Um, another crazy story happened Tuesday. Uh, just, just another outright uh, total mis, uh, uh, misjustice. Um, that happened down in Florida. Well, we'll see. And, and uh, you know, that's a, a big story we're about to go over. But Tuesday morning, was it was set to the day, and me and you talked about it, and actually I reported that in December, um, I think this was like three months ago, we would absolutely at least have a court hearing and a trial begin. Well, Jeffrey Epstein made that happen all the way up until they were about to select the jury, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to cop to it. I wish... Yeah, the reason, no, no, Jesus, sorry to interrupt you. The reason that happened is because his victims were going to speak. And the federal authorities that were investigating him, there was an FBI investigation on him that was squashed because of a plea deal that he worked out with now one of Trump's administration members uh, that got rid of the FBI investigation. But the FBI investigation found out that there was at least 35 victims of his uh, sexual misconduct, most of them under age. Um, and the Miami uh, Herald, which has been doing really great investigative work. Now, we have to praise journalists when they actually do real good work. The Miami Herald here did incredible investigative work that they spent a lot of time and resources on. And they discovered uh, double that number uh, and more people who were abused by Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, sorry, Jason, go ahead. No, absolutely. Uh, and they found a ton. Now, I want to read what he had to cop to, because he didn't just, by the way, folks, he didn't just have to pay an undisclosed sum. And the lawyer who beat him, Bradley Edwards, gave a 20-minute press conference with his lawyer where they stood in front of piles of documents, my friend. I mean, piles upon piles. And we're going to get to that in a second. This statement should alarm people because it admits to everything we've said, Luke, and he's still not in jail. While Mr. Edwards, this was the lawyer we're talking about, was representing clients against me, I filed a lawsuit against him in which I made allegations about him that the evidence conclusively proves were absolutely false. The truth is that his aggressive investigation and litigation style was highly effective and therefore troublesome for me. The lawsuit I filed was my unreasonable attempt to damage his business reputation and cause Mr. Edwards to stop pursuing cases against me. It did not work. <laughs> Despite my efforts, he continued to do an excellent job for, for his clients and, through his relentless pursuit, held me responsible. I am now admitting <laughs> that I was wrong and that the things I said to try to harm Mr. Edwards' reputation as a trial lawyer were false. I sincerely apologize for the false and hurtful allegations I made and have for some uh, and hope for some forgiveness for my acknowledged wrongdoing. You're not going to get that from me, who, Jeffrey. Who made that statement? That was what Jeffrey Epstein had to cop to. So let me explain what that means to people. Okay, I want to explain that to you. He just admitted that the man that represented over a dozen of these women who accused him of being a multiple-time child molester and pedophile never lied and is correct. And that all these women at least were telling the truth in some regard. And that he did a great job of defending them. 
So the, the collusion was in, but just not on this side of it. Now, I want to talk about some things really quickly that went on after this. First of all, he discussed with Derek Bros, who did a great job from the Conscious Resistance, who you've interviewed this year as well, uh, and many times before, by the way, where he had his black book. They discussed the butler we did last week and how he did more prison time than Epstein and then ended up dying. He said in that black book, there was not just Virgin Island masseuses. There was an L.A. branch. There was a New Mexico branch. There was a New York branch. Do you think these things... These things stopped, and I'm going to give props to Trump here for one thing. He also admitted that out of everybody that he tried to talk to and contacted on behalf of these lawsuits, the only person that picked up a phone, talked to him, and helped him was Trump. So I'm yeah, going to you give... have to admit, you have to admit, this is a, a major acknowledgement that does need to be recognized by alternative media, mm -hmm. especially with the rumors of Steve Bannon uh, allegedly meeting. Uh, with Jeffrey Epstein just a few weeks ago, which of course we covered uh, also on this, um, you know, YouTube channel. So uh, Trump's lawyer coming out and saying that does need to be acknowledged. We're not Trump fans, but uh, this is something that I believe is something that he did right and something that he deserves praise for. At least a little bit. Again, we don't know all the inner workings, but he did call this man and he did offer him information. Another huge thing that the mainstream media doesn't want to touch want to touch about this case is that yeah, yeah, the mainstream media loves to talk about how it's trump's cabinet member um and how it's trump's administration it's trump 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 that's interconnected with this but a lot of them aren't really talking about the kevin spacey connection the bill clinton connection the connection to all the other upper echelon elites uh that uh, jeffrey epstein has been connected with david horowitz that's another huge one no one's talking about David Horowitz, but that guy has a whole bunch of skeletons in his closet as well, and uh, he needs to be uh, confronted and exposed uh, for a lot of the stuff that he's being uh, accused of, um, which is also just utterly insane. Well, Luke, they also named Weinstein by name several times at the end of this press conference. They said that they slithered amongst each other in the same circles. Weinstein was mentioned several times. Mainstream media didn't touch it. You know why? They don't want to touch it because it's not Me Too anymore. It's after everyone. And you know what? The people are waking up. We're sick of it. We know who the Epsteins of the world are. We know who the Clintons of the world are. We know who the Spaceys and the Singers of the world are. And a lot the of Horowitz. people. And the Horowitzes of the world are. And you know what? Even old man Bush. There's articles out now of him groping underage girls. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's some books out there you might want to read up on. Franklin Scandal, okay? You might want to read up on it. Might be a little bit worse than groping young girls. We're not here to disparage the dead, but I'm certainly not going to defend somebody who did horrific things against children. All right. <laughs> you want to get to Wednesday's story of a man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday stories I haven't really uh, actually seen or know anything about. Uh, but uh, as far as the Epstein story, I mean, we've been covering this for years. Uh, we've been talking about Jeffrey Epstein for, for ever, I can't even remember how long back until we um, started investigating and looking into him and telling everyone, hey, look out for the Lolita Express. Let's get to the bottom of Bill Clinton uh, ditching his Secret Service and flying with this man to, of course, the Caribbean islands. Uh, this is this is a big story. This is something that 
uh, once again, is being completely, completely ignored. It's being brought up because the mainstream media is foaming at the mouth and trying to attack Trump on anything. But we have to understand here, there's a bigger story here than what you're being told. They're, he's also connected to British royalty. Uh, this, is, this is major, guys. This is something big. This is something that um, needs our due diligence and our attention, uh, especially to get to the bottom of, because this is some of the worst sinister human activity that is possible for anyone to commit against another human being, especially uh, the most innocent among, amongst us, uh, children. Um, so, uh, important story. Expect more stories like this and us following this issue very closely. I was going to actually go to Miami. I had crazy dental surgery in Tijuana. needed to recover. Uh, the situation just didn't work out. But uh, next time something comes up, um, hopefully if I'm not recovering from surgery, which I was this week as well, um, I'll be able to go there and um, do my best and uh, report for you guys as the situation develops. All right, my man, and I, I'm sure, you know, again, we can't wait. Again, you, there was more chance of you actually going to check out the Epstein thing in the beginning of the week than there was Paris. And then yeah. literally that, that morning, you know, we're keeping an eye on the Epstein thing, and he buys his way out of it with that statement that admits a lot. So that's very yeah. important. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely really wanted to go there and uh, listen to and try to meet some of the victims uh, that um, were, of course, you know, attacked by him. Uh, and I also had other plans. I was supposed to be in uh, California right now with Jeff Berwick and Dan Dix and Josh Sigerson of Wald Alternative Media. Me and Josh have to sit down and do a lot of work together. We still have another interview we have to do together for the sponsors uh, with everything regarding crypto and where the market's going. Uh, so uh, I already had those plans. But um, again, I didn't think it was going to be as crazy as it was. And uh, this movement has surprised me. Um, and I think it's going to keep surprising people moving forward. I couldn't agree more, my man. So this is Wednesday's story, and again, kind of I mean, a little bit talked about in the States, but not as talked about as it should be. Now, we're constantly talking about, we did a big segment on this last week, the uh, invisible trade war between China and the United States and how that is intensifying. Well, China's not happy right now with the fact that Canada has arrested one of their Huawei executives. Now, it says Huawei, these are the phones that were recently banned in retailers because of their links to the quote-unquote Chinese government. Now, one of the other things that they said uh, was this was part of that large Bloomberg story where they said that spy uh, hardware was being put on some of these boards. And now China is irate that this woman has been uh, arrested. And, you know, th this is... This is pretty crazy stuff. This is some, you know, corporate espionage, state-run, big player uh, moves. And people don't understand this because a lot of you just, oh, it's an iPhone or it's a droid. There's an iPhone or there's a droid. Well, they know the Samsung Galaxy devices. Huawei was number three. You know, iPhone, Samsung, and then Huawei was coming in at number three making phones. They're a huge company. This is a big deal, my man. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely, especially with the trade wars heating up between Trump and China. I mean, they could postpone and probably make a deal, but ultimately uh, these economies teeter and uh, leverage and lean on each other a lot. Uh, and with the planned expansion of China, especially geopolitically trying to become uh, a dominant world power, this is not going to end well. Uh, it's, it's, it's written in there. It's, uh, there's even whole uh, kind of explanations with this uh, explained as the, the, the Tacidius trap, uh, 
Um, and if you don't know what that is, that's a new rising power threatening an existing power. China has set a goal, its goals, and uh, it's not going to back down away from them. Uh, and this means a lot of trouble um, economically, financially. Wars are, are going to be fought with uh, economic warfare. And there already is one between the new emerging superpower that is threatening the current one. That, of course, is China and the United States. Uh, so this is just another battle in the economic war that is happening right now uh, between these bigger kind of global interests. Um, so it's going to be interesting, to say the least, the next few years as this situation unfolds between each other. I'm with you 100%, and uh, I think that things are only going to get a lot crazier, and the rift is going to get larger and larger because China's not slowing down. They are becoming a global power, again, not just in the corporate world, but in the military world as well. And we invited them into this new world order back in the well, 70s. Not, not we, Jason, not me and you. <laughs> no. uh, Henry Kissinger and David Rockefeller invited them uh, and opened China up to the world. Uh, during communism and was able to give them slave labor for the corporations. Yep. Nope. You're absolutely right. Uh, Rockefeller, uh, he loved him some Mao Zedong. Couldn't get enough Mao. I'm not, that's not a joke. I mean, he li literally loved some, some Mao. All right, guys, let's get into... Uh... Well, they had a lot in common. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure they shared a taste in clothing behind the scenes, too. I could just see those guys like... I... All right. Fun and games. Guys, by the way, thank you so much for sticking with us now over an hour. Again, we're going to take calls at the end of this, but we got a few more stories. Thursday's story, Marlboro Maker places $1.8 billion bet on marijuana, guys, because guess what? Marijuana is big business. And listen, Trump, you want to get some more Jason Burma support? You want to get some more We Are Change support? Just federally decriminalize it tomorrow. Start emptying the prisons of the nonviolent drug offenders that only had marijuana under their belt. You would be praised in this country and these regulations. I'm not so hot on the fact that big tobacco and other big corporations, Luke, are getting in on this, obviously, as we knew they would, and they're leaving the little guy out. Let's decriminalize it. Forget about just legalizing it. Forget about the taxes. Let's make everybody happy. What do you think? You're, you're a big no-government guy. Why do we need more government marijuana? Decriminalize. Well, you, you, you got to understand here, um, we wouldn't have uh, the war on drugs if it was for government, Jason. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, that's a big aspect here that a lot of people are missing that, that need to understand here. I mean, obviously, the medical benefits of marijuana uh, on certain individuals is undeniable um, and keeping it out of the hands of people who need it and the people it helps is absolutely criminal and it's one of the biggest criminal offenses uh, the prohibition of uh, things that could be used medically is just an atrocious crime uh, committed by governments all over the world and it's a ridiculous one and people are finally waking up and it's because of the will of the people it's because of the spread of the information that people are understanding hey you know, people can get high off of this with the THC, but with the CBD, you could actually uh, heal a bunch of uh, disorders that you have, a lot of uh, things that you have. It all depends on the person. Personally, I don't like THC. I do like CBD. It does treat me very well. It does talk, uh, you know, help me deal with a lot of medical issues that I'm dealing with. Um, and, you know, that's just me personally. Uh, and other people have it differently. Other people prefer THC over CBD. So, um, again, information is the number one tool for 
liberation and the progression of human society. And this is why Marlboro, that, that freaking horrible, evil company, the, the things that they do are just outright ridiculous, what they were able to get away with. Um, that horrible company is moving towards marijuana. This is a huge, huge stepping stone uh, and a huge, huge movement. We actually talked about the marijuana markets. If you just look up, uh, what, what was the title of that video, that interview I did, Jason, or what, what were some of the key words? If you type in We Are Change and uh, Can I Bust, Can I Bust. Can I Bust. It might have to be Can if, if I type, Bust or one word, Can yeah. I Bust together, because we can't put yeah. cannabis in there because it's, listen, we couldn't even put, remember we talked about the, de the, uh, the demonetization? Yeah. We put Paris in our videos. You could, I couldn't have been cleaner with the tags, guys. Decrim I mean, demonetized out of the gate, so cannabis would definitely be out. So we have Can What's I Bust. What's the other one that we used that, that started the, the, the recent demonetizations? Um, what, what was the word? Bad or hurt? No. No, hates maybe. Maybe hates. it was hate. We think hates. it was, yeah, but yeah, we don't yeah, know yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Sensationalism we used at one point too. That could have been, oh, we're not allowed to talk about, you know, no, people. This is the thing. Like, we don't want to use clickbait titles, but YouTube incentivizes it because if we're too descriptive in what we're talking about, they automatically derank the video, demonetize the video, and make sure no one sees it. We've been getting hit. Our videos before uh, were getting 100,000 views each. Now they're getting 10,000, 20,000. Nothing has changed. Our audience has not changed. We have not lost any of our audience. No, it's, it's gained. who they recommend it to. It's <laughs> who they show. Yeah, it's all gained. You got to understand your timeline, your recommended features, your uh, news feed, it's all manipulated. It's all set out there. You have to message people one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, and that's why, again, guys, you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. We're not there. You guys, there's no one-on-one -on -one connection there. There's no guarantee that we'll be there tomorrow. A lot of people who do what we do have been taken down, have been destroyed, either financially or just completely censored, that do what we do and haven't even gone as far as we did. And you have to understand here, the best way to stay in touch, stay in contact, is to go to wearechange.org and to sign up on our newsletter. I can't implore you enough to sign up on that newsletter because it gives us access to actually have that email list uh, where if they do take us down, we could send out a message like we did last time. When they took down uh, all of our friends, Dan Dix, uh, Press for Truth, Free Thought Project, Anti-Media, they took all of those guys down on, on Facebook, huge major pages with millions of followers, took them down. We were able to send out a message and tell you guys that this was happening and, and other ways that you guys could follow these very important news organizations that honestly are struggling to survive because of this purge, having to lay off a bunch of people, and some of them have completely stopped their operations and they stopped people, it stopped professional people being in their world from telling you the truth. There's a lot of people and a lot of money telling you lies, pushing an agenda. There's a whole crap ton of that because, of course, uh, there's profit in that. Uh, there's not much profit in telling the truth. There's not much profit in pissing off Trump supporters or uh, pissing off Trump haters. There's not much profit in that. But there's truth, and that truth is more important than ever, and that's why we speak it. And that's why we talk about our truth, show our evidence, and then let you decide what you guys uh, make from the stories that we cover. But we're coming from it from an honest perspective without an agenda, uh, which is incredibly, incredibly rare. And, uh, again, a lot of people like us, um, a lot of them are gone. We don't want to be gone, and um, your donations, your support, you guys sending the videos one-on-one -on -one to your friends, 
signing up to this email list will help us be here in the next coming year. Uh, and uh, already this year has been at a loss. Uh, I lost uh, more money than, than uh, we made this year, and uh, it hasn't been easy. So, yeah. Sorry, Jason. That no, you're fine. Well. No, that's a good rant. Yeah. Um, so here we got Friday's story. I only want to grace over this really quickly, uh, but John Kelly is supposed to be out as uh, the uh, chief of staff. The chief of staff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be on his way out. I haven't seen uh, much you know, chatter from him, influence from him, other than going with the establishment anyway. It hasn't been announced. I think it's going to happen. Uh, that being said, Saturday's story, I was really just going to reflect on the weekend, but there is another story. There is another story that I think it deserves our attention, Luke, that I might as well end on because I think that this is hilarious. Maybe you're going to feel the same way. It seems that nobody wants to hear from Bill and Hill Dog Clinton. No one cares. Just like Barack Obama couldn't get 100 people in a room, they had to zoom that camera in. We showed you how the rafters were empty. Well... They can't get $75 a ticket for their speaking tour, so they've decided to go the Groupon route, where you and a friend can get a discounted rate of only $35 to see uh, your favorite unconvicted felons spout lie upon lie as they smile in your face for a Hill Dog 2020 run. Isn't that nice of them, huh? The Groupon to be lied to by a couple of career criminals that have never spent a day in prison and actually have Secret Service protection, Luke. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous and just shows you how it used to be the television that manipulated your perception, manipulated reality, and now it's it's the Internet with a few shining lights and opportunities of people actually being able to see, like, holy cow, wait, the, these people aren't as popular as they they thought they were. These people's ideas are not as popular. All of this is utterly fake. There's a reason the Pentagon, the U.S. government, the Israeli government have special uh, sock puppet programs where they literally have troll armies to go online and to bait people, to leave comments, and to try to shape perception with liking videos, disliking video, leaving comments, pushing, of course, for a greater, bigger agenda. There's people in the Pentagon right now. There's people inside of uh, is, is the Israeli government right now sitting at their computer, probably watching this video, watching other subversive videos, other videos that talk negatively about their government, their special interest, and they're like, oh, no, he's lying about this and this and this, manipulating uh, information, uh, getting paid by it with tax dollar money to make you think that something is a bigger idea than it actually is. This is this is the big farce. This is the huge power, the huge responsibility that news reporting has, um, that that any kind of media has. And uh, this is why I take it as seriously as I do, because I have to understand here, uh, what we're playing around here has huge ramifications on people's lives. A lot of people are hurt by the special interests. A lot of people are used. A lot of people are abused with all the hooey and, and trickery and, and lies and shenanigans that uh, society tells us, that the media tells us, that the government tells us. They screw us over just for their personal benefit and their friends for cold, heartless reasons. And we have to understand here, these people don't care about you. The only people who do, pretty much yourself. you got to look out for yourself in this world and be aware of the traps that are laid out in front of you and be informed and actively fight, actively be involved, actively be engaged in 
going against the bigger injustices here because if there is an injustice against someone there most likely will be an injustice against you the next following day and being aware of them and trying to prevent them uh, is something that as a human being as a human species we have to actively engage in if we don't engage in it I mean if we let go and just relax and think everything is going to be fine and dandy and not be uh, clairvoyant enough to look through any of these possibilities of us getting screwed over, it, it, things are going to get bad. Things are bad right now. People are waking up. They're not happy. And the only way that they could speak up and, and raise their voices is to put their bodies on the lines, like we have been seeing here in Paris, France, with waves of protesters coming and coming and coming, getting tear gassed, getting batoned, getting blackjacked, getting shot with rubber bullets in the face, having blood all over the streets. And guess what? These protesters kept coming kept coming kept coming the media lies about them the government lies about them but they keep coming because of the few pockets of freedom that we still have on this uh, on the internet on the world wide web understand don't take this for granted sign up on people's email list vote with your dollar vote with your shares and be actively engaged in this bigger fight for betterment of humanity because the second we stop doing that the bad guys win, and the bad guys have been winning for a while, and it's time to step up and to level the playing field. And I think the time is now, and I think Paris proves that more than ever. I think you're 100% right, and I think it is time to pounce, and I think that people are starting to pounce, my man. And that being said, uh, let's go to uh, our Super Chats, and then we're going to take calls in a minute as well, guys. Um, but let's wrap this show up and thank everybody yeah, yeah. out there. Yeah, we got a Super Chat by uh, Kevin uh, Kilgore. He says, Luke, will you stay until the end? If so, wonderful, I'll be in touch. I don't know what the end means, but I'll be till the end of this broadcast. Uh, I think I should go back to New York. I still have a bunch of recovery and medical stuff I have to do uh, post-Tijuana medical surgery. <laughs> uh, that sounds so hard. Well, he was asking because he's, he's got a super yeah. chat under that, that if you were going to stay in France. By the way, I speak French and English, a useful skill. So I would imagine he's down there. You gotta get those earbuds, bro. Why don't you just get the translation earbuds? I, uh, those really? You know, I, they, they're out there. They're like five hundred okay. bucks, but they actually work. You got might have to get a Google Pixel. We'll talk about it off air. Those, I mean, when, those, when you... those are a little expensive, but uh... <laughs> they work forever. That's all I'm saying. Hey guys, who's yeah. a tech dork out there? We got thousands of watchers. You got some of those earbuds. You work at a company. You send them over to Luke Radowski at that PO box, huh? Ayo! All right, <laughs> LCB. Put a little sponsorship on on the earbuds. <laughs> Well, they're like the air Whatever. They're crazy, dude. I've seen them in action. People are shocked when they work. All right, LCB UK, this is like your third Super Chat tonight. Thank you so much for all the uh, uh, support. Will UK Queen clear up Andrew Epstein controversy in her Christmas message? No, she won't address it. I guarantee that. Uh, LOL. Uh, you guys put MSM journals to shame, and you smash it. Hope to see you in the UK. Thank you so much, brother. We really do appreciate that. No, the Queen's going to ignore the fact that Prince Andrew and probably a lot of other people in that circle were involved with Epstein and his underage um, sex slaves. Let's call them what they are. Joseph Blackmore, thank you so much uh, for the super chat. Matty Zubik, I think that's the second one tonight. Do you feel PTSD? That's really a question for Luke. I'm sure there are some sleepless nights, but hopefully you get over it and you just get out there, right? I mean, how can you not? I mean, I've been attacked by um, Antifa before. I've been attacked by counter-protesters. I've been attacked by police a number of times. I've been arrested unjustly, been detained unjustly. I've been interrogated 
Um, you know, I've been harassed. I had you know, numerous death threats and, and uh, personal attacks on friends, families, and girlfriends I had. Yeah, it's, it's difficult sometimes. Uh, it's not easy. Um, I've been dealing with counselors. I've been dealing with therapists. Uh, and it's a real-life issue. It's something that uh, is personal, but uh, it's something that um, the people take for granted all the time. Trust me. Um, I haven't put my path in life uh, on the easiest path, uh, but I definitely find it the most rewarding and the most satisfying and the most challenging. Um, and through that journey, I want to make sure I'm 100%. Uh, I want to make sure I'm the best version that I can. And uh, therapy and self-development and self-help has been a huge proponent to help me where I am today. Uh, so shouts out to all the amazing human beings that have been helping me. Uh, there's a couple, I probably shouldn't mention my name, but there's a couple people who have been helping me and, and um, really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, and, and yeah, the mental, mental stuff is important because if you can't fix yourself, you can't fix the world. Um, and that's why I'm on a journey. I had a lot of progress. I had a lot of incredible, amazing progress this year uh, getting to that, stopping a lot of self-sabotaging behavior this year. And uh, it's something I'm going to be opening up more on this YouTube channel and talking about more, especially on the Sponsorship Lounge, because this is other truth that is being denied to you. Um, and it's being denied to you because they want you in a low vibrational, crappy mental state so they can control you and manipulate you. Uh, but yeah, sorry, let's move on. Are we going to grab uh, this uh, phone call? Yeah, sure. Let's, yeah, let's do it. it. Yeah. You are live with Luke and Jason. What would you like to talk about? Uh, hello, this is uh, Nick. Um, I I uh, sent you the super chat. Um, I have a, a story, a breaking story in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, there's uh, three copycat crimes um, involving funeral homes, and uh, three funeral homes were found with a crypt of uh, baby skeletons. I'm not. This isn't a joke. You can go on Fox News. I'm going to send you the links. Okay. Um, three different homes, uh, three different funeral homes. They're copycat crimes. One is two are in Detroit. One is in Canton, which is uh, in a suburb of Detroit. And I, I, you, you know, and I know, and everybody knows uh, that there could be a link. And, and w there's a, another story coming out of Detroit of the first satanic church that opened in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, that's where they actually now, got the, uh, they actually got the, uh, the right to have their Baphomet, right? Didn't they move it there? Isn't that where Baphomet was, uh, moved to because they couldn't have it at the original location? Am I correct in that? Correct. Yes. Yep. You're absolutely correct. It moved to Arkansas, I believe. Yes. But the satanic church is still open. Mm -hmm. It's the first satanic church, um, that's open to the public. And um, these crimes are in the past six months. They're all copycat. And when I say a crypt, I literally mean a crypt of piles uh, of uh, um, remains, okay. of infant remains. Well, let and, me say this, and, Nick. Um, I, obviously, uh, you're emotional about this. This is definitely something yeah. that I cover quite a bit, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. In fact, what was it, about a year and a half ago, we covered the fact that some of these orphanages, uh, the ones run by nuns, because we're not just talking about priests right now, but some of the septic tanks were found with literally <coughs> um, hundreds of, you know, dead children and, and baby bodies. I believe one of them was like 18 months old, and they tried to say, oh, well, this has been going on since the 1800s. I'm going to tell you this right now. 
first time I'm hearing about it, I am absolutely going to look yeah. into it. I might not be able to do it tonight. Oh, yeah, I never, I never heard Fox about News or the link. What do you, if you, you want to, uh, why, why do you think this happened? Oh. Like, what do you think is the bigger story here that we're not getting? Well, I just, I just let him go. I'm sorry. I, you know, she was talking uh, over. But uh, I would say, assume, and Nick, uh, you know, I thank you for the call. I would assume since he's talking about the Satanic Church link that there may be a link there. And I'll, I'll say this again. You read into the Franklin scandal. You uh, read into some of the other things that have happened in the UK. There does seem to be a dark occult link to some of these circles. Uh, whether you believe in that type of thing or not, whether you believe in heaven or hell or you're a Christian or the devil, it doesn't really matter because some of these things aren't based in that. They're based in different occultic philosophies. But the bottom line is any kind of abuse of children is dark in itself and... When abuse of children happens, it usually happens in impoverished areas. And we know that Detroit hasn't been doing so good for, I don't know, Luke, over a decade now. And that's a similar story that is also developing in Tijuana that I was investigating and looking into. There's a lot of missing children um, found in, in uh, not found in Tijuana that uh, go missing there. Uh, let's take this uh, next phone call well, I, and uh, get to the super chats. I just let him go because we were, we were talking. But let's okay. go. Oh, let's just finish. Let's yeah. just finish with the super chats. We got another one by Soul A. Thank you so much, Soul. You've been awesome. You've been watching for a very long time. I really appreciate everything. Uh, we've been talking on Instagram. I'm gonna go to the PO box that we have. Uh, hopefully, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, and she says hello, Luke and Jason. Of course. Uh, do you think? Cutie, Lukey. People... Oh gosh, <laughs> I mean, Jason. So oh, god. <laughs> do you think what the people did in Paris would be successful here? And um, it would be difficult, depending on the state, depending on where it would happen, uh, depending on uh, the police force and uh, the current government in play. Uh, but overall. Um, we saw Occupy Wall Street spring up out of nowhere, later be taken over. But uh, I think it would be successful. I think I think it's a different scenario that the Americans are dealing with, and um, it it would be for different reasons. And I think if Hillary Clinton won the election over Donald Trump, I think this would definitely be a very likely scenario unfolding. Now that Donald Trump's in there, Donald Trump's saying a few things. Um, getting kind of more populist support from people, it's more difficult of a situation because the mainstream media is taking over the, the kind of resistance movement, the actual legitimate protest, and they are becoming controlled opposition, chasing after things that are irrelevant and don't matter. Uh, chasing after how Donald Trump left an umbrella by Air Force One, chasing after how Melina Trump wore a dress, chasing after this whole Russiagate thing, which hasn't been proven, no collusion at all, that they went uh, balls deep, all chips in for, and uh, none of it has, there's been actual no evidence at all that it's been, it's been happening. So uh, the fact that Trump is in there and he's a little bit of a trickster um, is why the kind of yellow vest protest um, isn't happening. But if Hillary Clinton would have got in, I, I bet this yellow vest protest would have uh, definitely had more of a, a, a frequency, a residency with uh, Americans. Uh, so that's my personal take on it. I think uh, you're right, you, Luke. Yeah. I, think, I think that, well, I think that you would have seen almost a resurgence of the Tea Party. You know what I mean? Maybe Tea Party 2.0 or something like that. But I still think the possibility is there, Soleil. I would love to see it come to the United States. But as Luke said, it has to be strategic. It has to be in the right places. It has to be on the right time. And really, it has to be backed by the right people. Mm -hmm. We've got another uh, member, the Phoenix of Liberty. Thank you so much for joining us as a membership. I expect a lot of new videos coming uh, your way. We've got another one by Joey. 
Jakubik. He says, thank you uh, to the both of you for all the work that you do. Uh, Blair Gudermath says, the yellow vest on the river. Yes, to, the picture in the thumbnail that we're showing you is the kind of uh, symbolic action that took place today in Paris, France, where a bunch of people got on paddle boards and paddled all around Paris through the main river here with, of course, their yellow vests, and they were all over the place. Ultimate uh, Pisman? Pisman? Ultimate Pisman? Ultimate Pisman, that's a thousand yen. I'm not sure what that is because I'm not up on the currency trade, but thank you so much. Great real journalism. Privacy Jack is a new member and gave us a $20 super chat. Thank you so much, Privacy Jack. That's huge for us. Sandra Cucci, $20 super chat. Sandra, thank you so much. Nicholas Peter, back in the game. We missed you during this. We're missing Jesse Schmidt today, too. Didn't see him around. Hopefully he catches the uh, replay. Got any more sponsors like Patriot Pantry? Um, right now, our biggest sponsor is you guys, so please Please, please, please go to the member spot. Sign yeah. up for the newsletter. It's, it's difficult work. Yeah, it's difficult working with sponsors because again, we have to make sure we're, what we're doing and who we're working with is legitimate and won't screw you guys over. I take a long time testing the products, getting the products, making sure the services are good to make sure that whatever company is sponsoring us uh, is a good company. Uh, some of them, uh, you know, the ones that we did, we we do them for like a limited run. Uh, and uh, some of them have been very good to us, but uh, it's it's a lot better not having to sell anything and just be able to tell the truth. Um, we used to be able to do that, but uh, YouTube just screwed us over. And you need to understand here, there's another YouTuber, political, does the same thing I do, talks about the same thing, same tags, same amount of views, but he makes seven times more money. Uh, on average, we have the same, uh, same amount of views each month. He earns seven times more money than I do. Uh, that's done on purpose. Um, there's a whole MCN network, a third party that was literally contacted by YouTube and they told them, cut his contract, cut him off. And they did. Uh, major networks. So, uh, sponsors, um, yeah, if you want to, you know, offer a sponsorship, just go email me at Luke at wearechange.org, but expect a very kind of, uh, intrusive, a very long, um, uh, examination of whatever you're selling to make sure it's legitimate and good. I can't tell you how many ICOs of Bitcoin companies have been like, we'll give you so much money, we'll give you this much money, tens of thousands of dollars. I'm like, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. This doesn't really pass the test here. This is doesn't really sound like sound technology. ICO companies in the heyday were offering crazy amounts of money. And I could have shilled, and I could have told you, hey, buy this ICO, invest in this ICO, get some money here. Because I'm not getting paid for this, but yeah, I'm, I could have done that. A lot of people do that on YouTube. A lot of people, people are scummy. Um, don't trust anyone. Don't trust me. Trust everybody. Trust, trust yourself. Excuse me. Trust yourself. Uh, but there's a lot of scummy YouTubers out there who uh, take a bunch of money and then they recommend stuff to you. They don't even tell you they get money from it. Um, and they make bank. Uh, and we saw a lot of that uh, deprived... Uh, greedy behavior, especially in the crypto market, which is finally seeing a correction. Um, so, uh, which is good to see. Uh, sorry, uh, let's go on. Yeah, we uh, got one more, and it is from Patty McGill. Luck of the Irish. Communists in Ireland spread the lie of hundreds of babies found underneath covenants. Oh, the lie. Priests are the only ones it's okay to lie about. Secularism equals death. It's led to the death of the West. Be Catholic. Listen, I'm not saying that there haven't been lies in the past about religion. 
Uh, but if you don't think there is an outer epidemic globally with Catholicism and the priesthood, I've got to tell you, I'm not saying every priest is bad, but I've got in the upper echelons, and this isn't calling Pope Francis a child molester or uh, the man before him, Ratzinger, but Ratzinger, you look at the documents. He moved those guys around. He know damn well he was touching kids, and I'm just not going to sit here and pander to that. If you want to have a relationship with God and believe in whatever religion, I have nothing uh, wrong with those tenets. In fact, the majority of them are good, and they are great for not only building yourself up, but building a community and a family around them. What isn't great for that, Luke, is touching children. Yeah, uh, of course. We always have to say allegedly during these situations so we don't get sued. Um, very complicated situation. A lot of things are going uh, on um, that a lot of people don't want to believe. A lot of people don't want to believe that really horrible, sinister things are happening because you as a human being uh, wouldn't do these things, and that's why it's hard to fathom. But trust me, uh, the upper echelons of our society, a lot of them are sick, corrupted individuals who uh, you wouldn't even fathom the amount of evil and the amount of horrible things that they're capable of. Uh, and we know that's possible, and that's why the media keeps it secret. That's why the media doesn't want you losing trust and faith into the system, but the system is all built on lies. It's all artificially uh, inflated with absolute hooey. All right, uh, last few super chats. We got one by Ben Dover. Let justice be done. <laughs> he so got the you. Fall. He got me. He got me. <laughs> ben Dover. Ben Dover got me. You got him. <laughs> Lou Louis Varga. $10 super chat. Thank you so much. And then Octava Scandova. Octavio so I Sandoval. <laughs> I recommend you interview Anomaly on uh, Facebook. Why does that sound so familiar? I don't know. I don't know who Anomaly is. That's so, so familiar. Um, is Anomaly the guy up. who was like talking about death and always so serious and he had the blonde hair and he had the eye makeup over here? That's all I can think of. Fred of Peoples, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. I don't know, I'm looking at it. Free to right Peoples. Now, so, free to so Peoples, familiar. Luke. <laughs> when what? you go to Free what? to Peoples, it's Free to Peoples, bro. We go to oh, Free to Peoples, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy, I think I was in contact with uh, this guy. The Anomaly um, guy? I think I was. I don't. I'm, I I gotta check my messages, um, and um, yeah, see what's possible. Yeah, definitely. Let me know what you guys uh, want to see for me. Uh, I love seeing all the suggestions. Um, I love seeing all the recommendations on uh, Twitter. It's the best way to kind of talk to me one on one and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, it's Luke We Are Change, uh, both of those uh, platforms. But again, guys, email list if you want to stay with me for the long term. Uh, and to see independent media thrive, that's the best, best way to contact and be with us. Um, also, you know, let me know. Where do you want to see me? Where do you want me to go? I have uh, a crap ton of freaking flyer miles. Let's use them up. Let's go to places that uh, uh, need to be covered, need to be documented. Uh, I've been all over the place. I've been in Caracas, Venezuela. So I've been in some of the alleged most dangerous places in all of Mexico. I've been in Fukushima, Japan. After the radiation explosion, I've been in Somalia, I've been in Zimbabwe, we've been everywhere. Um, and uh, we're doing this for you, and uh, it, it, it begins here. This is not an ending, this is not a middle. The work that we have to do is so vast and so big, uh, and we're going to do it. And we're going to do it with your health. And uh, again, tremendous amounts of uh, thank you to all of you guys who are giving super chats, who are helping me out. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but guess what? I can keep going forever, and I will keep going until my last breath because 
you guys really know how to put a fire underneath me and to, to really care about these issues and to keep going after it. Um, sincerely, guys, thank you uh, so much. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. I want to remind everybody we got a backup channel. It's uh, Luke. We are changed. A lot of great reports over there. Sometimes we cut some of these ones out. Um, we need you to support us as much as we can. So please get on that email list. But most of all, guys, you know, you see Luke out there. He's in the streets. You want to be the change you want to see in the world? Hey, you don't got to be an armchair quarterback forever. There's something you can get involved in. That doesn't mean you have to be on the streets of France. But a lot of people asked, can this type of movement come to the United States? There's no reason it can't. So organize in your local community. Let people know that you're unhappy with not being represented, with your taxes being taken, with a lower standard of living, with higher gas prices, higher utility prices, and so much more. Make issues that matter your issues, Luke. Exactly, guys. And again, trust yourselves. Have an open mind. Be available to listen to people without emotionally reacting. And most importantly, understand a lot of the bigger institutions are just outright scams to take advantage of you. Don't be taken advantage of. Be smart. Be free. Be a human being living to its truest, best potential. And that starts with you being the change that you want to see in this world. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Love you guys. Stay tuned for a lot more. This is only the beginning here on youtube.com forward slash we are changed. No matter how tired I am, I'm exhausted. doesn't matter. It's still only the beginning. Let's just end it. Love you. <laughs>